Welcome to So What Else. My name is Caitlin Elliott and I love talking to people. I love hearing people's stories, the big important things they've been through, and also the random stuff. We're going to talk about it all here. This podcast is just me talking with fascinating people so that we can all hear what they have to share with the world. So what else? On this week's episode of So What Else, I got to sit down with one of my really good friends, Janet Morgan, and she actually opened up to me about a really insane thing that happened to her and her husband about 20 years ago. Basically, a college party changed their lives forever, so you really don't want to miss this one. I think you're really going to enjoy this story. Stay tuned. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of So What Else. I'm Caitlin, and I'm here with my friend Janet. Hey everyone, thanks for having me. Oh, of course. And it's kind of a shame that this is just audio. We're gonna have to use the video because you look so lovely and your background looks so lovely. You have all these plants. I judged it up. Nothing's alive though, because I don't have a green thumb. I have nothing. I have one plant that is real in my home and everything else is fake. I can't, I, I can't, I have trouble keeping my children alive. It's like, I can't have a pet and I can't have live plants. No. Yeah. I've killed too many. Me too. My sister has so many real plants like in her room and she was like very like, it's so great. It's not that hard, blah, blah, blah. And like, she had them for months. I just went in there the other day and I was like, so all your plants are dead. And she was like, yeah, I'm like, see, this is what I'm talking about. (laughs) Real plants are a lot of work. Let me tell you. Oh yeah. But a friend of mine did actually give me a snake plant, which I've managed to keep alive for like a long time now, which I've heard that those are possible to kill. So I guess I should. They're easier to maintain, I think. Yeah, it it really like I've done nothing. But you are in your new house because you, just like us, you guys did a COVID house purchase. Yeah, off the cuff. Well, not off the cuff, but, you know, it wasn't planned. Yeah, yeah. It moved really fast once we thought, oh, yeah, let's do this. You were like, hey, maybe we want to move. And then you were like, yo, we're buying this house that has, like, all these acres. How many acres do you have? It's over five. Which is crazy because you guys were in like a townhouse. Oh yeah. So we didn't have anything. We still don't have everything. (laughs) Oh my God. I just got dining chairs. Oh, please. It's like the trickle in of the furniture when you get a house is so fun, but also painful. You know what I mean? Because it's like how many months? Yeah. It took forever to get my dryer and washer. Oh, absolutely. Or like how many months it was like my daughter had no rug in her room. You know what I mean? Like, and you're just like, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. But it's like so many things when you first move in, you can't buy everything. Oh, I know. Yeah. Are you and loving plus it though? COVID. Oh, Deliveries totally. are all messed up. Um, yeah. The first two weeks, it was like a hot mess. You know, yeah. things are going wrong and you're like, what did we do? Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. I feel like that's always how it is. It's like you move in somewhere and you're like, we are so happy. And then there's a weird noise and you're like, oh, oh no, can we return? (laughs) I think I changed my mind. I I take it back. I take it back. (laughs) Yeah. No, but it's been fabulous. Um, We just love it out here. It's peaceful. It's beautiful. You came out to the woods by me. I did. We're people of the woods now, Jana and I. I know. Can That's you why, you know, I got to wear a hat to keep yeah, She's warm wearing a beanie right now, folks. Like, she looks very woodsy, very woodsy. You're very country folk, obviously. Uh, I'm, I'm adapting. Well, hey, it's very nice. It's lovely out here. And honestly, though, during this work from home world, isn't it nice to have a little bit more space? Oh, so good. Yeah. Because it's like being we, in a condo. Oh, sure. yeah. You guys were previously in a condo. We were in... Yeah a two bedroom house. So me, Scott and our two girls. And so like Scott and I were both working from home and Scott would literally go down for all of his zoom calls into the unfinished basement. I mean, you were on a million calls with him and people would be like, Scott, are you being held hostage somewhere? Are you okay? Like, give us a signal. (laughs) Blink, blink twice if you need help. Like where, where, what kind of dungeon are you in? <laughs> he was kidnapped. It was 
Oh my gosh. And like, honestly, and there was like no sound protection. So if like the kids were napping and he was even in the basement on a zoom call, like we could hear everything. Like it was so cramped. So like for us moving was uh, like life-changing. Same, same for us. We're just so crammed. Oh yeah. It's just nice to have a little breathing room. It is. So do you remember when we met? Oh my gosh. No. I was okay. trying to remember because I, I was like, how did we like even get together? Although the, the first, one of the first hangouts I remember was when Jace was born. Yeah. Okay. So I remember the very first time I ever, ever met you was Scott and I started working at our church. So basically everyone, the way that I know Janet is that she works with my husband at the church that he works at. So I, Scott and I had just gotten there like in July it's the beginning of August and there was like the GLS conference or whatever. And oh, I, yeah. I like signed up to go and I went up to the table and I was like, Caitlin Elliott. And you were like, Oh my gosh, like you're Scott's wife. I wanted to meet you. And I was like, <laughs> who is this beautiful person that knows who I am? And you were like, I'm Tim's assistant, which I wanted to oh. call out. If you can see the video of this, if we ever upload this anywhere, you'll see <laughs> that it says I am labeled as Caitlin Elliott and Janet is labeled as Pastor Tim Lucas. <laughs> oh, the job. That's what happens when I'm managing multiple Zoom accounts. Exactly. So, Janet, why are you labeled as Pastor Tim Lucas? Uh, well, because I'm Pastor Tim's assistant at Liquid Church. And, you, are you know, right hand woman. I'm in and out of different accounts. So, I never know what I'm going to show up as. So, let's change me right now. <laughs> when she logged on, we had a good laugh. Um, oh. But yeah, so Janet is our lead pastor's assistant. So you work with my yeah. husband and I, so I met you at the GLS conference. And then I, yeah, I don't remember how we like became friends. I remember being right? with you early on and you were talking about like how you and Rob had lived in Westfield and Scott and I were looking for apartments there. And I remember talking yeah. about that and just like running into each other at a lot of different things. Yep. And then we finally were just like, let's just let's just steal the deal yeah like let's just hang out for real so now you are one of my people and i just love yeah. you and i love seeing you same and you know we share a love of the housewives yes Although, are you watching any right now i haven't watched a lot lately so i'm a little like out of the loop i'm a little bit out of the loop too who did yeah. you meet that time in a bathroom what did I meet in the bathroom? Didn't you meet a housewife one time in a bathroom? I met, for anybody who knows uh, the Jersey housewives, I met Kim D, who is not an actual housewife, but she's Wait, is she like- she's the one that owned the, the, the shop? Posh. Oh, yes. I saw her. That's who it was. You saw her too. Okay. So I saw her in the city and didn't oh. meet her like- I saw her at her store before they moved it in Wayne. Okay, yes, yes, yes. And then me and you and our friend Lisa went to Melissa Gorga's store one time, but she was not oh, there. Oh, yeah, she wasn't there. But our friend Lisa and I did a little driving around Franklin Lakes, like creepers. <laughs> and then we drove by Carolyn's house. Oh, my gosh. And I think she was having a party because it was like a cul-de-sac and like. Full Lisa of cars. Oh, yeah. So we're like, oh, we you should have gone go. in. <laughs> You should have been like, we're on the list. Hello. Oh my gosh. I would die happy if I could have done that. My sister and brother-in-law, when they were looking at wedding venues, they went and looked at the Brownstone, which for those who don't know, is owned by the Manzo family. And Caroline Manzo was a real housewife of New Jersey. I was fangirling so embarrassingly hard in front of Albert Manzo. My sister was like- hey. He was there? Oh, he was there. He gave the tour. He oh, was, the one was walking them around and he was like, so in this room, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, literally standing there like, Albert Manzo, I cannot believe I'm, I'm standing here in your presence. Like I took a picture with him. My sister was like, I am actually trying to find a location to get married. Could you take it down a notch? And I was like, no, oh, I really can't. You don't understand. No. It's a moment. It was a huge moment. And then me, you and our friend Christina went to that pizza love or whatever which was owned by oh, Kathy Wachili. Yes. That was so fun. She was super sweet. We sound like crazy We stalkers. sound crazy. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to have no friends after this, so I'm glad you're my friend. Honestly, maybe we'll edit this out if we're too embarrassed about it. We sound like crazy stalkers, but I'm sorry. I love the housewives. It's a guilty pleasure. Sue me. 
It's part of being Jersey, right? It's so Jersey. It's so fun. It's so fun to watch. And if they're ever like eating somewhere and you're like, oh my gosh, I know that restaurant. It feels fun. Yeah. So what are you going to do? We know them. I don't know. Right? So you now in your lovely home, you, Mm -hmm. it's better for you working from home, but also your husband, Rob, is a personal trainer. And when I came and saw your house, you have this lovely little room set up where he works out and he, you guys have one of those Pilates reformer things. Is that what that's called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I did one class with on a Pilates reformer with my sister-in-law, Kim, if you are listening, holy moly, I couldn't walk the next day. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's a lot of work. Do you do it? Um, I'm going to start working out with Rob and he's going to teach me the Pilates reformer. Is that mostly like what he does now? No, he does like all sorts of things. Um, a lot of mobility workout. Um, and it kind of all depends on what the client needs. So it all depends. Yeah. That's amazing. Cause I know he's done like a ton of yoga stuff, weightlifting yeah. stuff. Like he does it all. Yeah. So if anyone needs a personal trainer. Seriously, hit him up. Rob Morgan. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like the first time, is it so annoying? Is it, do people treat him? Like, you know, when you come in contact with a doctor and you're like, oh, you're a doctor. I have this weird bump on my elbow. And it's like so annoying. With Rob, I'm sure everyone does that. I did it too. The first time I met him, I was like, oh, you're a personal trainer. So I have this problem area. Could you tell me like how annoying is that though, that people do that? No, but you know what though? At the end of the day, he just wants to help people. So he loves it. It's it's good. He's the best. Which I'm like, that's great. Yeah, no, he is the best. So how did you guys meet? Oh my gosh, like 20 years ago, I think. Oh my god. At gosh. Rutgers, um, our freshman year, um, I was hanging out with a friend in his dorm, like in the like open lounge area, and Rob was rounding the corner to go to the bathroom and was like, "Hey, <gasps> I haven't seen you here before." Uh, and then so like we all hung out and then I didn't see him again oh. ran into him in like the dining hall and then we kind of reconnected like our spring semester and then we just started dating and the rest is history <laughs> oh my gosh so you've been together ever since yeah so oh. I mean it feels like we grew up together now absolutely right? so that was freshman year of college yeah which you was guys, like oh, oh my gosh you guys have myself. been together since so freshman since like year of college. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love yeah. that. So you guys have a really crazy story. Yeah. To put it bit. lightly. Yeah. So you met when you were freshmen, you started dating. Yeah. Then tell us what happened when I, what year were you guys? You were like sophomores uh, or juniors? No, we were juniors. So this was 2003. Okay. Yeah. And so what happened was, um, it was like Saturday night or something in October and we were doing separate things that night and I was without out with friends and Rob had met me at at a certain time. I forget and walked me home because I didn't want to walk home by myself. So he met me halfway and then he went back to his fraternity house where they were having a, like a private party. And I get a call Sunday morning that he got hurt mm-hmm. and that he's in the hospital and that I need to come. And so at that rate, you're like, oh my gosh, you know, your, your mind's going in like so many places. And so what happened was there was a big fight at his outside his fraternity house. And, you know, one thing leads to another mm-hmm. and uh, he got really hurt, um, got hit in the head with a baseball bat. And so, you know, we get to the hospital and we, we don't know if he's going to make it or not. And so he was in the hospital for like a month and a half. So you, okay. So you see him, you say goodnight to him on whatever, a Friday night, Saturday night. And then you get a call the next morning, Rob got hurt. What did you think? Like, were you like, what do you mean? Like a car accident? Like, what are you talking about? Well, yeah, because they... I had no idea of the detail. So I, you know, got to the hospital and, you know, and you start like hearing what happened. And at that rate, it was even like, forget what happened. Like I need, like, is he going to make it? Yeah. Um, and so, 
I think we were like all in like survival mode of like, we, you know, he needs, like, we need to get him to pull through. Yeah. And so, so did the doctors say like, he might not make it? Yeah, basically. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, yeah, even like the whole, like the, what happened, they were looking at it as possibly a homicide. So like, it was oh. like that bad. And so, so you they're know, sort of your mind like there's cops and stuff like involved then in the whole thing. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Which is a whole extra layer of trauma. Yeah. And so I imagine you get to the hospital, he's not conscious. Um, he was conscious at the time. And then because of the, like the traumatic brain injury, his brain was like still enclosed. So like, mm -hmm. you know, when you get, um, when you get a bruise, like, you know, you, uh -huh. it swells up. And yeah. so his brain was swelling, but it had nowhere to go because it was uh. enclosed in the brain um, and your skull. And so, you know, it was like very touch and go. <sighs> and then they had to, you know, induce him into a coma to make sure, you know, try to lessen the swelling and all of that. And so. So how you know, long was he in the coma? Oh, gosh. I can't remember specifically, but at a certain point, they were weaning him off of the meds. And so it was literally until probably closer to his release from the hospital that he was clear then. It was like on the day he got released. Wow. So you, yeah. you basically ended up like camping out at the hospital. Yeah, like I was there every day. I didn't sleep there, but um, yeah. So you ended up going to, the to dinner every day for like six weeks. Yeah, thereabouts. Like, never told my parents. <laughs> so I hope they're not listening. Hi, mom. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, mom. But like, I literally dropped half my classes so that you so could I go can be there. Oh. Yeah. So I kind of like, so I ended up going like part time and then I ended up making up all my classes like summer and winter just so I can graduate on time. But, you know, I wanted to be there. Oh, so you're just sitting there like with his parents, I'm assuming they're devastated and that's like yeah. a whole, and you're his girlfriend. So it's yeah, like, not even wife at that right. point. Right. Yeah. Not knowing what am I doing? I, I mean, I wasn't even thinking that. That's okay. Just, so that's what I was going to ask. Like, did yeah. you ever have a moment where you were like, what am I doing? Like, I'm just the girlfriend, like what, or it was just like, never a question for you. Like, I love him. I'm here. Yeah, it wasn't like it that thought didn't even like cross my mind. I just felt like I need to be there for him. Mm -hmm. um, and that was that, like, I just knew I loved him yeah. so much that I needed to be there. <laughs> so you go through this crazy time in the hospital, you're there every day, you drop half your classes, you're with him. And then when they release him, like what stage was he at when they released him? So he got released on my birthday. Um, wow. and then he got, um, I guess transported, transported to another, uh, hospital for like inpatient, uh, rehab. So oh, and wow. then he was there for like, probably like a month inpatient. And then he got to go home, I think right before Christmas. Wow. So when he went back home, was it even an option? Like it was obviously assumed like he's not going back to school. Yeah, no, because then he had to he had to relearn how to walk, oh. how to talk, um, you know, and even just think. And so he kind of had to go through all the relearning of things. What was that like for you to have to watch that? Like, here's your boyfriend. You see him one night. Mm -hmm. The next thing you know, he's in a hospital bed and then you're not sure if he's going to survive. Then thank God mm -hmm. he survives. But he has to now relearn. what right yeah exactly yeah. now what like he has to relearn basic basic human functions mm -hmm. yeah um I don't I, I think I was just so in it at the time that like I didn't even think any I, I or I was just so naive that I just wanted him to be with me and you know alive that I didn't even go there yeah yeah. How long did it take him to learn to be able to walk again? He he picked up he picked that up quicker um, through rehab and everything. Um, I can't remember for sure, but he was able. So like in rehab, he was able to get there. Yeah. So 
we kind of brushed over this at the beginning, but I want to go back to, like you said, they thought it could have been like, if Rob had died, it would have been a homicide. Yeah. So like you had said early on, you know, he got hit in the head with a baseball bat with, which obviously like baseball bats weren't falling from the sky. Like clearly yeah. someone hit him with a baseball bat over the mm -hmm. head. So what yeah. did they get the guy? Like what did they know who it was? Yeah. Um, yeah. So he got caught and um, we went to, I guess, court, you know, that whole thing. And he ended up going to jail for, I think, five years. Wow. So this was just another like college kid, like another Rucker student. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So he, okay. So then he went to jail and then mm -hmm. all the while that guy's in jail, Rob's like healing, relearning how to do stuff. And you guys yeah. are you know, trying to move on with your lives. So yeah. what was kind of like the hardest part for you through the whole thing? Uh, probably seeing him struggle was probably hard because, yeah. you, you know, you never want to see like someone you love in pain or, you know, having a hard time with something that yeah. is so natural, right? Even mm -hmm. just talking and walking. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm assuming that he had lingering impacts from it for like a long time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, so the doctors in the beginning had warned us before, you know, we knew what the outcome would be, you know, that maybe he won't be the same person, <sighs> like personality wise or stuff like that. And, you know, what do we know at that rate? We just want him to live. And mm -hmm. so you go through all of that. And yeah, there's residual effects from it. And, those are hard because like he can't control you know some of the emotions or the frustrations he feels and so then you feel for that but you know you're just trying to support someone you care but you know those are hard too just trying to be a caretaker and support someone along that journey so yeah, yeah it has its moments for sure what did you think when they said that his personality might not be the same oh gosh um I mean, you, you feel devastated for sure, but in the back of your mind, you're like, well, you can't let yourself go there yeah. because then otherwise you're just dwelling on something you might not know if that's going to happen or not. And so, yeah, I think a lot of it, I was just literally just focused on him and like try to not even think about the other stuff yeah. because it's just too much, right? Can I just say though, like you are a miraculous person like he oh, <laughs> Rob is like the luckiest man seriously it's no like you're his I'm girlfriend. just as lucky <laughs> you drop everything you're like I'm gonna like drop out of half my classes I'm gonna be here at the hospital with you every day like you weren't sure if yeah. he was gonna make it you weren't sure if he was gonna be a different person like you didn't know if he yeah. was gonna be able to walk again talking and like you just were like I love him and I'm just gonna be there for him and yeah. I just think that's so beautiful oh thanks I probably didn't know you know I don't know I think but that that's I, just so beautiful. And I feel like you were clearly put in his life when you were so that you yeah. would be there to help walk him through this, you know, and I'm sure he would say that, you know, that he couldn't have done it without you. How long after the whole ordeal did you guys get married? Let's see. Oh, gosh, it's probably six years after that happened. Oh, so we got married in 2009. So Rob went back was able to go back to school the following year. Oh, wow. And then um, it took him a little longer because then he transferred to a different school. Mm -hmm. um, but we got married in 2009 on the beach. Oh, yeah. So, so that was that was so beautiful because like, like we even had his doctor come to the wedding. Oh, so that's just like coming like full circle, right? Yes. Oh, so I'm sure though that so we've, we've focused a lot on the physical stuff, right? Like, okay, yeah. so like this, he got injured. This is what happened, rehab, blah, blah, blah. But there's a whole other side to this, which is like the fact that your boyfriend, now husband was beat within inches of his life. And you have to find a way to move on from that, you and him. And mm -hmm. I mean, I, I have trouble getting over it when someone like cuts me off in traffic. You know what I mean? I know, right? Like, Especially in alone, Jersey here. <laughs> well, yeah, this is Jersey. So, yeah. But it's like, let alone someone like tries to kill me. So, yeah. like, 
how, I don't even know how to phrase this question. Like, how did you and Rob find a way to walk toward a place of forgiveness, healing, like moving on from it emotionally? Like, what has that been like? Oh, it's been long. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, I mean, there, there were moments when I thought I've like released it, mm-hmm. but you know, like I've realized over the years, you end up kind of processing different parts of what you've gone through of that experience. Um, so it probably, it took probably 13 years for me to get to a place of forgiveness, mm-hmm. like genuine forgiveness. Yeah. yeah. What helped you get there? I mean, Rob, Rob probably helped me get there a bit quicker because he got there quicker. And oh, wow. so knowing that he's at a place of forgiveness and at peace about it, yeah, I think reassured me like, no, this is okay. Like I can let this go. And I have him. So like, I yeah. have only like gratitude, Yeah, you know, at the end of the day. So you know, why allow that to hold me back at the end of the day, Mm. right? Why do you think Rob was able to get there before you were? I'm not sure. Um, But I I think it was harder for me because I was on the other end Mm -hmm. to see that part of possibly losing him and then seeing him struggle, Mm -hmm. you know, to get back to where he is. And like, that's a long journey. And like, and it's not like he broke a bone, like, you know, yeah. like if you broke an arm and it's like, you let it heal, you have a cast and then you kind of move on and things, you know, hopefully yeah. look the same, but with, with the brain injury, cause it's, it's so like invisible in a sense, mm-hmm. like you can't tell that he, you know, suffered, like suffered a brain injury. No. And so I think that's a little hard too, if people don't know not that people need to know Mm -hmm. but if something happens it's like you feel so protective that you want to be like oh you know I'm so sorry this happened like I don't know like yeah you don't want to make up excuses for people's behavior but you know there are things that happen because it's legitimate yeah your brain is who you are you know what I mean like well and you don't have control over all of what you feel and all of that and so I think that's hard to see and, you know, navigate for sure. So you kind of have like a crazy extra layer to your story where, so the guy who beat up Rob went to jail, you know, he was in jail for five years and you, you know, during that time were working toward forgiveness and letting that go. And then sometime in that process, you'll have to tell us like kind of the timeline yeah. You realize the sister of this guy is going to your church where you work, yeah. where you go to church, like where you spend six days a week. Like you realize his sister goes there. How did you yeah. realize that? Like when was that? Um, I forgot I was working on something and I think I just saw the name pop up mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, that's a you know, th- you know, when something kind of strikes you, yes. like you just feel like a gut feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was just something I felt. And then I looked up the name mm-hmm. and I was like, I wonder, and I saw a photo mm. and she looks very similar to her brother. Oh. Um, you, like, you know, you can tell family or, yeah. and so I was like, no, no way. And then I found out what campus she goes, which was actually the same campus I was going to at the time. And at that moment, I was like, okay, I'm going to just brush this under the rug for now. I don't know how I can process this. (laughs) And so I kind of put it to bed for a little bit. And then, and then I saw her at church Mm. and then that made it more real. Now, had you mentioned it to Rob? I don't, I can't remember. I definitely told him when I saw her. Okay. So then you saw her and you were like, holy moly. Yeah. And, you know, and then at that rate, things just start coming back. You're almost like reliving certain things. And so that was hard. And, you know, at the time too, I felt like, no, I thought I forgave them Mm. or, you know, and so 
the fact that I was feeling all these things, <sighs> you know, confirmed like, no, you, you didn't release it yet. Just mm. yet. And so I realized I had so much more to process and mm. to go through. And, and then I forgot how long after that, I just felt, oh, we were both going to a retreat, like a high school retreat that we were both, you know, supporting and uh, helping out at. And I thought, I always thought like she knew who I was, right. but she didn't, you know, like you just yeah. think and that's yeah. like, you You're still like, she's all your know. head with all the, yeah. And, but she didn't. Uh. And, um, I don't, it's, it's a little blurry. I forgot some of the details, but so like we got together or she knew who I was and then I like all of that. And I had a friend who who was friends with us mutually, mm-hmm. both of us, and I talked through, you know, the things I were feeling, and I told her, you know, who she was, mm-hmm. you know, with everything that's happened in my life, mm-hmm. and uh, a friend of mine, you know, really encouraged me to think, you know, pray about it, yeah. and through, you know, what what would I say if I were to meet her and all of that stuff? So it took a little bit to, you know, think through. And then I finally just felt like, no, I need to talk to her. Mm -hmm. Um, And also like, let her know that I, I ultimately forgive her brother Mm -hmm. for what has happened. And um, so our, our friend actually helped kind of help us meet and Mm. we met together at a diner and it was just really sweet because um she got to share her her story of how that has impacted her and her family Mm. and you know and that and I got a chance to share how that has affected me right and so you know it's so like who would have ever thought that would have ever happened that is so crazy I mean do you feel like God kind of ordained that to bring you face to face with it and kind of like once and for all face it literally like with a person with a face, you know what I mean? Like sit down. Totally. I mean, so I worked like in corporate before I worked, I started working in ministry and Mm -hmm. you know, that was fine. And I never, you know, we, Rob and I would have our own like struggles, you know, like anybody too, right. Up and downs and you're married, but it didn't really like, I don't think I put as much like thought into everything after years have gone by. And so working in ministry, I feel like, oh gosh, like God probably really used that to do something. Cause I don't think it would have happened if I didn't come work at Liquid. Right. Totally. It's like you were working on something, you recognized her name because you're, you have access to like spreadsheets of volunteers and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Totally. Like you may have never, you know, come in contact with her. If you both attended the church, you may never have realized. Yeah. It just would have been exactly whatever. Yeah. So yeah, definitely God was totally in it. Did you feel like it brought some closure? Like when you sat down and talked to her and said like, this is how this has impacted us. Like, but at the end of the day, like I forgive your brother and like, we're moving on. Yeah, it did. Um, I mean, there's just something like beautiful about being able to share each other's pain and to learn about each other, you know, because yeah. like before she was just a meme, but yeah. now like, mm-hmm. you know, I've met her, I've, yeah. I've spent time with her and really got to hear, you know, what she had to say. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, yeah, you can't make it up. No. And And I'm sure that there was some element of, even though obviously Rob is the victim in the scenario, you know, this girl had to sit by and watch her brother go to jail, which I'm sure Mm -hmm. impacted her family in a really awful way. And so like in her own right, she became a victim of the whole situation as well, you know? So in like, in some ways you share that, but it's hard for you and Rob because it, feels like yes but like she's on his she's on the side of the attacker kind of you know so like that's so complicated to try and sift Mm -hmm. through all those emotions oh totally and I try to even put myself 
in her shoes like what if my brother I have two brothers like what if they made a mistake and made a wrong decision one night I would still love them of course yeah and so you know as a sister even like I I have to respect that to an extent right like Mm -hmm. that's her family and so um it really brought more like compassion to Mm -hmm. what has happened because yeah. I mean, that's just sad, even some of the things that have occurred in her family because of what happened. Yeah, I'm sure that there's been lasting impacts from that. So obviously, okay, so this whole thing happened 18 years ago. And you said yeah. that his, the guy who attacked him went to jail for five years. So clearly he's out. Mm-hmm. Now, were you yeah. guys like, I don't even know how that works. Like, did they like contact you? Like, by the way, he's getting out just so you know, or did you guys um... just know? I don't remember being like told. I remember finding out, like finding out though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I don't. Yeah, I don't remember like an announcement. But did yeah. that bring stuff up for you guys again, knowing that he was getting out and gonna be moving on with his life? I mean, I I'm not sure for Rob, but like for me, it it you know it brought some anxiety, of course. Yeah. Because then, you know, what even. Like if I'm going out, like, mm-hmm. am I going to run into this person? Yeah. Right. And so, yeah, those, those thoughts have crossed my mind for sure. My goodness. So 18 years ago, mm-hmm. this whole thing happened. He had a long road of physical recovery. You guys had a long road of emotional, spiritual recovery, forgiveness. You had yeah. the whole thing with his sister. I mean, this is a ridiculous question, but like, if you had to sum it up, like, what is like something that you like learned from this? Or like, why do you feel like this was like a journey that you had to walk? I mean, for sure, like what I've gone through with this has created like such a strong foundation, even in my faith. Mm. And so if it's just even for that, then, you know, yeah. God do it, I guess. Right. I mean, it's a little easier to say that now having gone through it. But I mean, at the time I'm like, what is this? Yeah. Right. And so yeah, and I think it's like God has reminded me through like the last 18, 20 years that Mm -hmm. like he's so faithful. Like even though when at the time it's like, God, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Or like even if I was not even talking to God, I'm just like, what is this? Right. What is my life? Right. But um, but he's, you know, have shown like I made such a like recovery, amazing recovery. And like Mm -hmm. I have nothing but gratitude for that. And then like look at our life now. Like we got married, like Mm -hmm traveling enjoying life totally I mean it really is an incredible redemption story that you're talking about a guy who had to relearn how to walk when Mm -hmm. he was 21 22 years old and now he is a personal trainer and the most in shape person I've ever met in my life (laughs) (laughs) like the fact that this guy had to relearn how to walk is like and he puts us all to shame in the gym you know what I mean it's like his body has been so completely healed, you know, in that way. And it is kind of like this crazy story. And it's like, yeah, like now it's like the two of you, you're, you've been through this insane thing. You're married, you have this beautiful home, you know, you have a beautiful life, you know, and yeah. it's really crazy that almost 20 years ago, you weren't sure if he was even going to make it. Yeah. I mean, it makes you just appreciate life so much more. I mean, it sounds so oh, cliche, yeah. but no right, but it's like, true yeah oh yeah oh that's so awesome thank you for being so open and vulnerable and like of course just, like willing to share that because I just feel like even though your story is obviously super unique like I really highly doubt that there's anyone listening to this that's like oh the same exact thing happened to us you know what I mean like because it's like <laughs> a crazy story but yeah. everyone can relate to watching someone they love suffer in some way, you know, whether it be a really insane dramatic way or something that's not as noticeable, but everyone's been there, right? Where they've had to watch someone that they love suffer and like be that support person. And you, my friend, win the trophy. Like you are the ultimate support person. No, 
You are Stop amazing. <laughs> well, Rob is lucky to have you and I'm lucky to have you as a friend. Same. <laughs> so what else? Let's, let's liven it up, lighten it up a little here at the end. Uh, we touched on that housewives, but are you into any yep. other shows right now? Oh gosh. I've been so bad with TV lately. Scott like, and I just started watching The Queen's Gambit. Have you heard of oh, this? Oh, we saw that. That was so good. It was so good. Okay, it's this. I bring this up all the time and people are sick of hearing me talk about this, but it is like genuinely a struggle for Scott and I to watch shows that we, to like find a show that we both like. You like together. Because yeah. like, clearly I like watching The Real Housewives. Like Scott would rather jump off a cliff. Like hates it. Hates that I even ever have it on. You know what I mean? And yeah. so- hard for us to find shows that we like so someone suggested the queen's gambit and i, for, I was like chess you want me to watch a, a show about chess? <laughs> it's not really about chess i mean it is yeah but it's like drama mm-hmm. i loved it so we're like in i loved room. her hair i like oh. want to dress up and have a theme party one of these I, days yes like her outfits okay who doesn't love like what's the word i'm looking for when it's like the like in Princess Diaries, you know, when they like take her from being like really a awkward. makeover. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Hello. What is wrong with me? <laughs> but it's like, you know, in the first episode or two or whatever in the Queen's Gambit, she's like incredibly like awkward in like the school uniform thing. Whatever. And then it's yeah. like she makes this like transformation, transformation. And I'm like, hello, can I borrow your clothes? And her hair. Uh, right. Uh, I love it. People with gorgeous natural red hair are so lucky because it's so rare beautiful yeah oh have God. you watched Bridgerton no but everybody is talking about it I, I don't know. even know what it's, it's about it's on my list it's on my list I don't even know what it's about I think it's like a, uh, I don't know like is it like teenage like love story I don't know but I heard it's very racy oh is it yeah oh, okay. I'm a little curious yeah now I'm very interested I know <laughs> I'm always looking for a good show. Um, I mean, like, Scott, do you know that I've never actually watched Modern Family all the way through? (gasps) What? Or The Office. And, like, those are shows, like, Scott has watched The Office all the way through, like, multiple times. And I've, like, just- watch it over during COVID? Oh, he absolutely did. But, like, I just, like, catch, like, little bits of it. And I'm like, yeah, it's funny. I've never actually, like- done the like full like I'm gonna commit to the office yeah I've missed some seasons don't worry okay good so I'm not alone I'm not alone yeah you're not what uh a favorite a favorite chatting topic here has been what are some snacks that you are loving recently or are you and Rob doing one of those we're only eating lettuce things no 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 we're not that kind of people we do cheat (laughs) so we're all you know we're all human here um our big snack lately has been bark thins but like the ones with the chocolate covered pretzels so do you get them at costco you can get the hugest bag there's a big bag (gasps) oh my gosh i've been just doing little bags because you know i'm trying to be good (laughs) i know it is very hard when you get that huge thing of whatever at costco and you're just like like i used to buy the big bag of skinny pop there yeah that bag of skinny pop like literally if you put it on the ground it goes up to like my waist it's the and then biggest... it's like gone in a weekend no <laughs> right and well and then also you feel like this is gonna get stale so we have to eat it so mm-hmm. it's like you you're eating massive quantities of snack yeah. foods but what are you gonna do all right bark fins i'm gonna i don't even know that i've had those oh so good they have other know. stuff too they have like Ones with like almonds and ooh, so the that's healthy. One is my favorite, yeah. You know, chocolate's not that awful. No, are you kidding me? I have chocolate every single day. It's nice. good. I love it. What can I say? It makes <laughs> me a better person. Yep. So does coffee. <laughs> oh my gosh, absolutely. Did you guys do any like COVID things where you were like, we're gonna start a new hobby, or like oh. we're gonna, or I guess you guys bought a house and you've been working on your house. Yeah, that's, yeah. And what, what, what do we, oh, in the beginning, Rob taught a lot of Zoom classes. Oh my gosh. So we did do that. I was probably in the best shape in the beginning and then it just kind of went downhill. Would you participate? Did you feel compelled? Like, well, he's doing the Zoom class, so I have to do it. Well, I I was like his model. (gasps) He's teaching it 
And so I'm holding the pose. And you're like, the person. Yeah. I'm you know, dying. They have to see somebody. And so I, yeah, I definitely got a good workout three times a week. I am obsessed with this. Why did I never zoom into this? What kind of workouts was it? He was teaching um, his animal flow, which is, is like, yoga? it's like yoga derivative. So you were the workout model. Did you feel uh, like, did you order all new workout clothes? I absolutely I, oh, would have done I definitely that. ordered a few for sure because it's like, you can't be on camera. I mean, oh, in like, I'm easy going, but there is a little vainness. Oh, are you kidding me? Hello. If I was going to be on camera, I would absolutely have ordered all new stuff. Do you, what do you, have you ever done? Um, what's Kate Hudson's Fabletics? Oh no, I haven't. Me neither. I always thought about doing I know. it. And then I, I like felt like fear of commitment. For it's some the reason. thing that I always almost buy. Yeah. I agree with you. Same. It's the fear of commitment. I'm like, do I really need this in my life? Like, I don't really know. You know, I, okay. My sister-in-law's so generously gifted me like a big Lululemon gift card for like my 30th mm -hmm. birthday or something. And so I have like a lovely pair of black Lululemon leggings that are like my basic go-to. Yeah. But like, I like heard on, I don't know, some, some like influencers story that there's like this Amazon dupe that's supposed to be like the best copycat of the Lululemon leggings supposedly I've heard that too I ordered them and they're coming this week so stay tuned folks oh you need to tell me and I got like the black camo print which is so wild but it's so country now <laughs> you know what my whole my whole wardrobe is gonna be camo Scott says all the time because you know the whole first half of our marriage was marked by me making fun of him because like he's from Colorado he has so much camo stuff and like there would be times we would be like let's run to go run errands and he would like grab his old like camo hunting jacket and I was like oh heck no like you turn you're around like dude you're in Jersey yeah I'm like you're not wearing that out here are you kidding me like no 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 but now that we live out here he's like I have news for you you are more country than me my friend like he was like our children are gonna be so country camo outside yeah hunting, fishing all the things and then my older daughter jace like a few months ago she she was like obsessed with her pacifier she called it her binky it was this whole thing she had it until she was almost four and yes i know everyone that's way too old to have your binky get off my back so we went oh, whole yes i still have a blanket so okay and you and you're a normal functioning adult so it's i'd like to think so but maybe <laughs> so, not on so some much days. after this yeah 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 some days i'm normal um and so we went through this whole song and dance where we said like the binky fairy was gonna come basically and like come one night and take her binky and bring it to a baby that needs it and like you're a big girl now and we're like you know and maybe she'll bring you a present and she was like oh, i really hope she brings me a fishing pole and i was like Oh, oh my gosh she is not scott's my daughter child. yeah like she is straight up scott's daughter fishing so not my thing like i'm she put a rod under her pillow i know right so literally the next morning she like woke up and we had it like set up like outside we were like i think she left something like outside she had it set up outside she, scott took her down to the little pondy thing Fun. at the end of the street and they like didn't catch anything but she was so into it and I felt really proud like I was like good like don't be like me that's like scared of bugs and and hate slimy things like yeah. you go be cool but like I'm just gonna sit over here and like I tell Scott all the time like I want you to teach them to ski and do all of those western activities but I will be in the lodge oh my gosh I saw that video of Jace on the the motorcycle oh my gosh did Scott show you yeah. Where was it? Oh my gosh. I, he said there's a video of you, but I haven't seen it. Okay. There is oh, He's well, a good so husband. <laughs> our nephews. So we go out to Colorado for the holidays. Our nephews last year, this is like a ridiculous story. I don't even know why I'm sharing it. Last year, they got a dirt bike for Christmas. It got stolen that night. Like they literally left what? it outside. It got stolen that night. So then oh next gosh. Christmas, they got another dirt bike. And so we were there the week they got it. And Jace, was obsessed yeah. like four years old I thought she'd be scared she, Scott's riding her around on it I'm freaking out like I'm like she's gonna get hurt 
like, don't do this. But she was obsessed the whole week. If we would say like, what was your favorite thing in Colorado? She was like riding the motorcycle. I'm like, she's going to be wild. This, this kid. Yeah. Oh, you better brace yourself. She's going to be wild. Meanwhile, Scott's mom, like, threw them like a little tea party thing like one day and Jace was into it for like 15 minutes and then was distracted like tackling the boys. Emerson, my two-year-old, sat at the table with a glass teacup for like an hour, this kid. Oh. He was like, yes, the tea party. Like I'm into this, I'm home here. Like this is what I wanna do. And I was like, well, it's obvious who's who in this <laughs> this scenario. Jason, oh my gosh. Like, can we go on the motorcycle? Oh Wild child. Yeah. She's she's psychotic, but that's okay. <laughs> well, Scott's just gonna have to do those activities with her because mom's really not like that. So yeah, no. when I'll Emerson's ready for her first housewife episode, you know, call me. Oh my gosh. Absolutely. We will we will sit together oh, and we but will all... Rob and I are like obsessed about Jace. We have like <laughs> talk about her <laughs> <laughs> well you and jace are like twins like yes. you've shown up multiple places dressed alike which is like so twins. funny to me like multiple times it's been like and janet and jace match again <laughs> oh my gosh the running line in our house is calm down slow down calm down slow down for those of you who don't know that was jace uh, just when i don't even know how old she was she was like two and yeah. scott was trying to get her to go to bed and she was like dad dad calm down, slow down. And it just became a line that we say all the time now when we're trying to get people to chill out. So what are you going to do? Anyway, Janet, thanks for being here and sharing Aww. with us. We love you. I love you. You're the best. I really think a lot of people are going to be touched by your story. So thank you for sharing. Well, thanks for having me. And I love you so much. Love you. Hey, thanks for joining us today. Don't forget to like and subscribe right now before you go. And hey, if you want to toss us a five-star rating, I would love you forever. Check us out next week for our next episode. You can catch So What Else anywhere you get your podcasts or at CaitlinElliott.com. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at so.what.else. Artwork by Caroline Chicola and editing and everything else by Scott Elliott. Thanks so much. We'll see you next week.